Hello and welcome to the very last Persephone program of the year. I am coming to you on December 7th, 2019, and I want to talk today about the astrology of December 2019 leading up to the big uh, kind of energy in the sky for January, which will include the um, maligned, but often talked about a Saturn-Pluto conjunction of January and many more. So I want to talk a little bit about the astrology of December, and I want to talk about Jupiter's ingress into Capricorn and give a little bit of information to you about what's going to happen this month. So you can listen to it, make your rituals and plans accordingly, um, and also I want to tell you a little bit about Jupiter and Capricorn. First, let's set the stage a little bit. Um, we have moving into the month of December, the sun in Sagittarius. Um, Neptune has finally turned direct uh, in Pisces. We have um, Mercury in late degrees of Scorpio. And remember that for the last like six weeks, we've pretty much had Mercury in Scorpio and retrograde for three of those weeks. And it's been a lot of kind of dark mercurial thoughts and um, scorpionic issues. And we have Mercury finally moving to Sagittarius on the 9th of December. We have Mars in Scorpio and we have Venus in Capricorn. So we start off the month with Venus in Capricorn and we have Mars in Scorpio, which is very strong. So um, it actually sextiles uh, the Venus and also as the month goes on, it's going to sextile or connect to Saturn and Pluto. But Mars is really very strong in Scorpio. It is the traditional ruler of Scorpio as well as Aries, um, but it's a more emotional strength. So you're going to be feeling kind of maybe a little bit extra martial this month too. Um, Jupiter, as I mentioned, as of really the second or third moves to zero degrees Capricorn. And then we have Saturn, obviously, and Pluto and Capricorn. We have Uranus um, retrograde in Taurus. It's really the only retrograde planet in the sky right now at about three degrees Taurus. So it will also trine um, the Capricorn. But uh, And then we have, um, and I've mentioned Neptune and Pisces. So anyway, that's the that's the stage. We also have Chiron in, in Aries, um, or it's been retrograde also for most of the year. And now it is turning direct on the 12th. So the first thing that happens is we start off the stage with Jupiter moving into Capricorn. And that is a big deal, okay? It's one of, I mean, some astrologers say it's the biggest deal of the year because Jupiter is really quite a powerful planet. And you've seen, you know, every year we see a lot of general themes because remember when we talk about astrology we're talking about this energy that's almost like a weather report for the earth an energetic consciousness weather report for the earth and uh all of the planets and most especially the you know the collective planets the transpersonal planets beyond saturn 
um, you'll see a lot of collective energy happening. So that means that everybody's experiencing it. Recently, someone asked me when I was talking to them about their transiting the transiting planets, they said, well, is this for everyone? And I said, yes, astrology is for everyone, but certain people are going to feel it more deeply than others. Certain people are going to be affected. They're going to be in the hot spot, you know? And so if you have personal planets that are connecting to some of the difficult planets by transit, you'll experience it more. For the most part now, uh, in 2020, the mutable signs, that is the Geminis and the Virgos and the Sagittariuses and the Pisces are not going to experience the energy in the same way as the cardinal signs, the Aries and the Cancers and the Libras and the Capricorns, because shit's going down in the cardinal signs predominantly. However, we do have one, um, one lunation happening this month that will be affecting the mutable signs, um, which is the Gemini full moon. But anyway, let me get back to Jupiter and Capricorn. So Jupiter, the planet of expansiveness, which has rulership over the sign of Sagittarius that represents faith, hope, optimism, truth, and justice, has just moved from its home sign of Sagittarius, where it brought up a lot of justice-oriented themes in the collective. If you look at the year, many of the themes, especially like say, and as you know, I'm speaking from the United States and speaking from our, you know, collective disintegration rebirth process in our political system, there was a lot of themes of justice and legality and things like that coming up. Um, when Jupiter was in Scorpio, there were a lot of themes in regards to, uh, that was when the Harvey Weinstein um, story broke, in regards to sexual uh, abuses of power and things like that. And then last year or this year, we've had a lot of themes of justice and legality and what is right. And also we've had these themes of foreigners and foreign policy and foreign countries, which is also rulership of Sagittarius. So these things came up into the collective to be addressed. Now with Jupiter and Capricorn, we're going to have the idea of absolute truth and expansiveness and, and justice coming to the themes of authority and uh, structure and the boss. And they join Saturn and Pluto. So another big issue with Jupiter and Capricorn is that it's going to be heavily aspected all throughout 2020, which didn't really happen for Jupiter and Sagittarius. So the theme of justice coming to authoritative uh, structures is going to be connected also to Saturn uh, and Pluto, which will both block and also create really some, you know, potentially difficult circumstances around justice coming to authoritative figures. But I do think that it will. That's just my little sort of general mundane political aside. But Jupiter and Capricorn is going to bring expansion to the area of your personal life that has rulership, um, that Capricorn has rulership over. So in your astrological chart, it will be the house that Capricorn, um, the Capricorn cusp rules, 
That is the house with Capricorn on the cusp. That is the beginning of the house. Any personal planets in Capricorn. And Jupiter in Capricorn is the sign of its uh, detriment. So that means that Jupiter's expansive qualities have have a difficult time working within the Saturnian structure of Capricorn. So you don't see a lot of, you know, general sunniness that you might see with um, a Jupiter and Sagittarius. Like I have a friend who's a Sag and, you know, when Jupiter hit her sign, I was like, go ahead and gamble, go ahead, you know, and she did. And she like won like thousands of dollars just randomly. I mean, Jupiter and Sagittarius is really kind of unbridled, whereas Jupiter and Capricorn has a structure around it. And that structure represents the themes of Capricorn. So you will get, um, you will get expansiveness in the area, but it's going to have a container around it, or it is going to be, um, very specific instead of like very general. So for instance, as you may know, I happen to be a double Capricorn. That means that uh, the primary triad, sun, moon, and ascendant, I have two of that in the sign of Capricorn, my sun and my ascendant, and I also have Venus and Capricorn. And the last time that Jupiter went over my ascendant and hit my sun, I was promoted within the organization I worked with, just completely out of the blue. I hadn't applied for a position. But I was given and there was almost in this situation, there was almost no way that I could refuse it. I could have refused it, but I felt that I couldn't at the time. So I did take the, the, um, the promotion and it was a huge, huge, uh, um, price increase for me. I mean, it was almost double what I was making and it was just kind of landed in my lap and I had to take this and it was obviously a lot more responsibility. And that is what Jupiter and Capricorn can bring you. More responsibility, um, a, a need to take responsibility, uh, additional authority. It can also bring you a reward in that place. So let me just kind of go through the signs really quickly. Like for Aries or Aries Ascendant, you certainly could, because Capricorn would be your 10th house, you certainly could have a promotion at work, um, increased responsibility, uh, for yourself. You could be seen as a leader. Um, there is something actually very fortunate for you in terms of your direction and your vocation. So go for your dreams, Aries and Aries Ascendant. Um, don't hold back. Okay. Um, for Taurus, for a Taurus Ascendant, it would be, or Taurus Sun, it would be a time period in which you can really expand your general worldview, your higher mind. It would be an amazing time to travel, to um, go back to school, open up your consciousness um, in readiness for uh, 2020's real opportunities. Um, for Gemini or Gemini Ascendant, we're talking about some opportunity for great and deep healing. Uh, Jupiter will be transiting um, the place of, I guess you could call it darkness um, in your chart, but also a place of tremendous rebirth. And it's a place where you can expand your resources too. And there's there's a money highlight too for Gemini, Gemini Ascendant with Jupiter um, in this place. 
so that you can get loans, you can get bonuses, and money will come to you, not from necessarily your own paycheck. Um, so that's exciting. So with for a cancer or a cancer ascendant, there's a big focus on your partner. Your partner is lucky for you. Your partner is there for you. You can expand your partner. You can find a new partner. There's a lot of positive opportunity um, in regards to alliances and partnerships for you um, this year. And for a Leo or Leo Ascendant, it's an amazing time for you to actually create new habits and rituals for better wellness and health. Uh, it's a great time for you to, you know, start anything, okay, that you will do on a, in a habitual way that will improve your wellness. It's also an amazing time for work too. So a Leo or Leo Ascendant could get a new job. Maybe it isn't a vocation or career oriented job, but it is a wonderful opportunity there. Um, so work on that, Leo, creating habits for yourself that are really fortunate. And also I would say, um, falling into a workout regime or a diet is really, really highly, um, potential, potentially expanded there. So helping improve your health too. And for Virgos, we're talking about actually potentially working on, happiness, joy, creativity, luck. Um, for Virgos that have small children, their children will be a joy for them. Um, but actively working on expanding the way that you see your life and also your creative life, understanding that you can be Virgo, a creative artist in all things. And the first thing for you to do is start to find your bliss. For Libra, there is a very big opening in regards to your home. And that is not just your actual physical home, but the home that is within you, your own personal self-esteem. Although with Jupiter crossing your um, IC and moving into your fourth house, you could potentially move. Um, this is definitely an indication of you getting a you know larger place, a new place. This has also been a... You know, we've had Saturn and Pluto here. This has been kind of like a, an issue in regards to the, your true home, which is your own inner connection to your source. So self-esteem issues can come up here um, and a real lightening of those. So there is a road opening up for you, Libra. And um, it may take up until 2020, the end of 2020 to get to it, but um, you're going to start to see some great opportunities. So for Scorpios, we've got um, an opportunity with Jupiter and Capricorn for you to improve, um, improve your communication and also your mind. This is also learning. You may learn a new skill um, in 2019, but you also may go on a lot of, you know, sort of like you know, little like maybe workshops or things like that. And you will also potentially travel quite a bit, um, although maybe not internationally, but there'll be a lot of expansion in terms of both your communication, uh, learning, growth styles, and also travel for you in 2020. 
um, for Sagittarius. Uh, we have, we still, it's still Sagittarius season up until, you know, the 21st approximately of December. So you still have Mercury and the sun highlighting you. It's still your time. It's your birthday time, but Jupiter has moved. Your ruler has moved. So a lot of the openings, a lot. And remember Jupiter is like opening. It's a door opening. It doesn't represent, you know, only a blip in your life. It represents the opening of a door and a new life. Okay. So, um, there's a lot of potential here to begin things. So Sag has had a lot of changes over the last year and, um, doors have opened. So now's the time for you to get to work. Okay. Um, because Jupiter's kind of like aspecting work. So money's going to roll in, resources will roll in. Um, you know, you, you can, if you want buy a house, you can, if you've already bought a house, that's great. It's a good investment. Money will come to you. So, so hang in there. Um, and understand your luck isn't, and certainly is not running out. Okay. But it's time for you to do, um, to create, you know, some, some wealth around the, the new structure. So if you have a business, um, get to work and, uh, money will roll in. Okay. And then obviously for Capricorn, you're, you like Sagittarius last year are going to Capricorn or Capricorn rising. You're going to have some new doors opening. You're going to have some new life. There is going to be, and it's coming. You don't have to do anything about it. It's coming, but be aware that new avenues will exist and they will be ones that you have to take responsibility and work for because that's your dharma, Capricorn. Your dharma is to work for things. You may not win $10,000, you know, at the casino. You may not have the love of your life just walk in and sweep you off your feet. But if you work for things, you will get rewarded now. That is, if you want to find someone, get out there and do some work. Get on a dating app or tell people that you wanted, you know, go, go meet people. Make an effort and it will be rewarded in 2020. Wherever you want to make an effort, find it within yourself. So that's kind of like a little bit of Jupiter and Capricorn through the, um, the signs. And, you know, it's small, pithy. If you want more detail, obviously you can get a reading with me. I'm doing 2020 readings um, for $75 and we'll go over everything in the chart. Um, so that happened December 2nd, Jupiter in Capricorn. And on December 7th, which is today, we've got a sun square Neptune. We have moon and the sun and Sagittarius square Neptune. So there's a little bit of, um, you know, Neptune's been bumping up against, you know, Jupiter in Sagittarius all year, kind of, you know, Neptune in Pisces is like distorting the truth a little bit and saying what is true. And so there's a little bit of of friction happening in terms of people wanting things to happen quickly and then sort of feeling the, you know, the illusion of what is true and what isn't is, is, are things going to happen? Are they not? So, you know, just understand that we all need to have patience to let these, you know, these, uh, kind of long-term energetic, fields and patterns finalize. Uh, I, so many people are frustrated right now and there's lots of reasons for that, but try and master yourself. You know, spiritual work, 
metaphysical work. And if you're listening to this, obviously you're interested in self-awareness in some way. So much of your passage being positive for you involves self-mastery. The first step of self-mastery is self-awareness. How do I function? You can use astrology, you can use tarot, you can use just self-observance. How do I instinctually function? How do I respond to life? If you don't like it, if your life is filled with constant irritation, like some people I know, constant like, this isn't good enough, I don't like this, my timeline sucks, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, look at that. Look at that. Your passage in life, your journey, much of it is basically uh, decorated by your response to life and life's, you know, issues and ups and downs and things like that. So if you don't like something, it is true that you can potentially change your response and your experience of it to a certain extent. So on December 11th, we have a Gemini full moon and that will actually be sort of accompanied by Chiron, the maverick planet that represents the wounded healers final um turning direct in at one degree aries and if you do have either chiron in aries or the cardinal signs in any of their early decans that's one to ten degrees you're going to really feel this chiron in aries turning direct so you may feel touchy you may feel irritated you may feel sore and um Remember, there's an opportunity for you to really look at your healing. And this is a wound of self-identity, Chiron, in in Aries. And it is a wound of not feeling that you are important, that you, you know, are worth it. And that only comes from yourself. So take a look at that. So with this Gemini full moon, we have the sun in Sagittarius at um, 19 degrees, and we have the moon in um, Gemini at 19 degrees, and we have a T-square with Neptune. So again, it's going to bring up what I said earlier about truth, about, um, you know, Jupiter, you know, uh, last year was bringing up the truth. What is the truth a lot? And with Neptune and Pisces, it softens the boundaries of what is real. I mean, Neptune is about kind of the collective consciousness in many ways. And um, in Pisces, it is like, what is real? And that brings up what I was mentioning before about the fact that it's very possible that your own consciousness is creating your reality. I believe that our personal consciousness is plugged into the matrix, so to speak. And so we're being fed both collective symbols and images and collective aspects of consciousness. And yet we also have our own particular one. So your life is much of what you make it even though you do share many of the same qualities and experiences as others. So right now, um, it's kind of essential that you do everything that you can to use your mind as a tool to create a more positive passage for yourself. The Gemini 
the Gemini moon is ruled or governed by Mercury and Mercury is currently in Sagittarius finally. So I do think that there's going to be a lightning here um, and an ability to think in broad strokes. Now, Mercury in Sagittarius isn't the best place. I have that natally because it does think big picture all the time. It's not as detail oriented as say like a Mercury and Gemini, but, um, the wide ranging and visionary qualities of it are wonderful. I enjoy my Mercury and Sagittarius. So take the opportunity to meditate, meditate, envision, pray, and open your mind at this Gemini full moon for what it is that you want to manifest. Um, this Mercury trines Chiron and Aries. So this is, there's an opportunity for personal healing. When you recognize what it is that you need, whether it's self-validation, self-love, and are able to give it to yourself, that is the perfect opportunity for you with Mercury in Sagittarius trine Chiron and Aries. So at this full moon, do a ritual of self-love or self-healing. Do a ritual to call in what it is that you need and want to manifest this month. I have plenty of ones that I've used before, but I will post a self-healing ritual that you can use if you want. So, you know, we've got, we kind of covered that. Um, it really, Jupiter will trine Uranus on the 15th. So there's going to be some surprises happening um, mid-month. And um, I think that that will be very interesting. They're both in Earth signs. So surprises may come up in terms of resources. We've got Taurus and Capricorn here. They could be um, in regards to what it is that you actually value. You may decide, you know what, I'm not going to spend all my money on bullshit consumer goods this year. I'm going to actually do something in a more sustainable way. Maybe I'm going to plant trees in honor of my loved ones. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, I think that, uh, that, you know, it's, you know, potentially going to be a decent December. Okay. Um, on the, we're going to jump all the way up to the solar eclipse because I've had so many people ask me about it. Um, the solstice itself, the ingress into Capricorn has some interesting, um, connections to the South node of the moon. So there's a really long-term aspect of having to sort of let go of some aspects of the past. And a lot of them are authoritative. I would counsel everyone with Jupiter in Capricorn to learn to become your own authority. Learn to become your own authority. Letting go of the past. Allowing yourself to both heal, to let go of anyone else's authority over your own inner self. And um, move forward uh, into um, creating uh, actively a world that you enjoy living, you know, and a life that you enjoy living. No one will do that for you but yourself. So the sooner you get started, the better, in my personal opinion, because I waited many years for people to give me permission. And um, that never happened until I gave myself permission. So um, the solar eclipse occurs actually December 25th Pacific time at 9 13 PM. And it is a new moon solar eclipse. 
and it is a powerful, a solar eclipse is a powerful new moon. Um, eclipse energy always kind of, um, the activity requires that we observe what is lit up against what's sitting in the shadow. Diana Colas wrote that, and I think that's so true. And it is about allowing us to kind of bring up whatever it is that emotionally, because this is a, uh, a solar eclipse, the moon basically blocks the sun. So we are going to have more lunar activity. Now they're both in Capricorn and the moon is really in its detriment in Capricorn. So we have an issue of deep feelings coming against obstacles and blockages. But the more that we actually basically give them power, we give them respect, we need to respect our emotional lunar self at the new moon solar eclipse, the more our lunar self will help guide us. So because this actually happens so close to Jupiter, um, there is an, there's an aspect of like, again, truth and justice coming up from our own intuitive sense. So trust your intuition anytime we have a solar eclipse and understand that you can create a new cycle of giving to yourself in a healthy, grounded, down-to-earth, sustainable way. That is that Capricorn. Um, be careful against making judgment. Be careful against judging your own feelings now. Um, Saturn is the dispositor of both. That means that it is the sign that rules both the sun and the moon. And it's very close, obviously, to its conjunction with Pluto. So there's a need for us to actively take the reins and create, again, some structure around getting our own needs met. Don't look to others now. Saturn and Pluto together can be power and power struggles. Don't involve in them, involve yourself in them. And with Jupiter there, I think also that it's possible for some like bridge to be created between you and anyone else you've been having power struggles with. Try and create an expansive opportunity to open yourself up. Um, for those of you that have a moon or moon in Capricorn, um, uh, even moon or sun in Capricorn, you've been going through Capricorn rising, you've been going through hard time for a long time. This Jupiter is going to be the final, I guess, push for you. And everything's going to be changing in 2020. There's a new paradigm. So have faith, have hope, work on yourself, work on your own positivity, work on understanding that you have a choice and that you can create step-by-step step the life of your dreams. So look to your own emotional self and your own intuition to guide you now, but open yourself up. Um, it's really interesting that we're having a solar eclipse on Christmas. And I think that because it is you know, Capricorn season and Capricorn time, and we're getting ready for that Saturn-Pluto conjunction, it's really important that we take active steps. Capricorn is very much about, you know, taking action to bring our own spiritual needs into concrete reality, to bring, to walk our talk, and to create 
the world of our dreams in a very practical way. So let what needs to end, end, whether it is a negative relationship, a negative mindset, um, you know, constantly being hurt, you know, the being ruled by fear. It's very Saturnian, very Saturn and Capricorn. And begin to see in very practical ways what you can do to create a life that you want to live and get busy doing it. Capricorn does not sit back. It is a cardinal action-oriented sign. Become your own authority, create your own authority, let go of the past, and believe in that inner spark of hope and healing that resides within you. So that's my kind of like basic um, overview of some of the energy of this month. Try and take steps to actively heal any frustration that you feel, to flow with inspiration, to come get your head out of the darkness and into the light. Mercury is moving to Sagittarius. See the big picture. It's all okay. Yes, the earth is still turning. There are bad things happening, but they're getting up and out of the darkness and we are going to take care of it. A new paradigm arrives in 2020 with the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius. I've mentioned the 20-year cycle of Saturn and Jupiter conjunctions and the almost 200-year cycle of them through the elements. Everything is changing and we can do it. So do the work. Reach me if you need to for inspiration, guidance, for professional in encouragement and know that you have what it takes and you were born to live this life. Happy Capricorn season.